Welcome to Unconfuse Me. I'm Bill Gates. I think there's an assumption that people who study language use language better. What expression or saying do people say you overuse? I say the truth of the matter is too much. And I use it partly as a substitute for saying, um, like, sort of, or you know. If you're feeling that pause, my idea is always to say either the fact of the matter is, or I say the idea that. I overuse both of those. I have been accused of using superlatives too much. Mm. Uh, in fact, when so they did a spoof magazine about me, there was an article titled, He Ran Out of Superlatives Early in Life. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd always say, this is the best thing ever, or this is the stupidest thing ever. When I was running Microsoft, we were kind of trying to move at high speed. And so I I did kind of Everything go overboard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so I, I'm guilty of that. I always say that the superlative is interesting in both directions. I'm as interested in the worst version of something as in the best. So suppose you have, you can have some soup. Somebody gives you some chicken and dumpling soup. If it's the worst chicken and dumpling <laughs> soup you've ever had, I'm going to comment on it and I'm going to remember it. I had some recently, the worst I've ever had. What expression in English bothers you the most? When people say, oh, well, it is what it is. What does that mean? People say it when really what they mean is, I don't care. It is what it is. Well, of course it is. What else was it? I, I find that very annoying. The first time someone said that to me was when something unpleasant had happened to me and he didn't care. And he said, well, it is what it is. And I parsed it. And I thought, what a gorgeously chilly way of saying your problems don't matter to me. And much to my surprise, it became a standard expression. It should leave. What's yours? Yeah, I mean, it bothers me when I say, um, and then, you know, you don't know that you're saying it. And so then when you no. go back and accidentally listen to yourself, you're like, oh, and my turns God, out why did I do that? Yeah. And it varies a lot. Sometimes I don't at all. And sometimes I do. And I'm, I don't even think it's, I guess it's just trying to buy time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't realize that I should just let there be blank space instead of trying to fill it or say the fact of the matter is yeah something That's... brilliant like that uh <laughs> what language would you want to speak that you don't if i had time i wish i could speak navajo navajo is so complicated that i don't believe anybody actually speaks it it has no regular verbs and it also has tones I've always kind of wished I could spend a year with that just because it's, it's Mount Everest. What language would you, would you want? Well, if you don't count computer languages, I'm in, in pretty bad shape. I took Latin and Greek in high school. Um, and yeah, okay, it's helped me with a few legal terms. I'm in the process of learning French. If I could learn Chinese, I would, but I know that I just don't, I don't have the time. So I'm going to try to get pretty good at French and feel like at least I learned one other language. <laughs> French is fun and it's accessible from English. Whereas with Chinese, yeah, I have spent the past 10 years of my life very quietly chipping away at it, trying my best. Writing aside, everything is just so different that it helps to have a really good teacher or to be surrounded by it or to be obsessive enough to spend 10 years on it the way I have and look at where I've gone. I can now read Chinese like a three-year-old and that's taken 10 years. <laughs> French is one of those things where 
The hardest thing is the distance between the written version and what you say. And then there are two problems with French. Not that French has a problem. <laughs> the written version is one thing. Comment à les vos. But it's pronounced comment allez-vous. And then you find out that people don't really talk that way in real life. And there's this huge gulf between textbook French and what even the most educated and uptight person says sitting and drinking coffee. French has a real issue with that. So my heart is with you on French. Subscribe to Unconfuse Me wherever you listen to podcasts.